you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. David, football, football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on iTunes and at DaveDamashek.NFL.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program, available as always on iTunes and at NFL.com slash Sheck. Yes, welcome to the show. It was a wonderful wild card weekend. Four games and now four more dandy ones await our eyeballs, but that's way down the road. Let's review first. We also have coming into the studio here, Studio 66, through that door. This is going to be dandy. Ike Taylor, cornerback of the Pittsburgh Steelers, has uh, obviously firsthand experience against Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and uh, and all the other key players coming up in this divisional round and obviously maybe some thoughts on Andy Dalton and the Cincinnati Bengals. Boy, so many different ways we can go. Let's kibitz about as many of those as we possibly can here with my main man seated to my immediate right from NFL.com. It's Adam Rank. What's the poop, fella? Hey, boss. Thanks for having me. Sure, sure. What a wonderful weekend this was, as you predicted. It was gay. Listen, I thought... I Well, first question is, Rank, what was the best game? If you could only now... Knowing what you know, mm-hmm. which game do you feel like, I, man, I'm I, I'm glad I saw that one and I could give up the other three. It really comes down to two games, I guess. Did you prefer the KC game mm-hmm. at the Colts or did you prefer the uh, the Frozen Bowl up there in Lambeau? Oh, I was going to go Chargers over the Bengals. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot that's about a, your West Coast bias. That yeah. wasn't a great game? It was I fine. Mean, I, I, it was I, the I, least of them, obviously. What? How is that possible? The huge upset that the Chargers, who just barely snuck into the playoffs, people complaining that they were lucky to be there, crying replay after replay. Oh, look, they had seven guys on one side of the ball. And then they go out and they take it to the Cincinnati Bengals. Is there a better storyline over the weekend? I don't think that there is, although if I did have to pick one game. I I saw what you put out on Twitter about the 49ers-Packers being great, and I, I agree, but... 
I really love that Chiefs Colts game. I mean, look, it was uh, that was also marvelous. I'm not complaining about any of them. <laughs> the, the, that was a great one. The the Eagles game was delightful. Although I do feel bad for the home fans who had to endure some terrible conditions. Those poor Packers fans out there in sub zero conditions. The Eagles fans going out there once again, going home sad with their heads hung down. And I mean, and here's the Bengals a, fans too. The main thing, yeah, that's right. In the rain, which is almost the worst. I, which is because I believe me, I am somebody. There was a lot of talk over the last whatever it was, you know, uh, several days about fans not going to the stadium to watch the games, and a lot of it has to do with the quality of the the broadcast now and sitting in front of your big giant uh, flat screen TV. That's why people then, don't go to the movies. Well, right, yeah, and it's also right, and then also then there was talk about the weather. I've gone to all the weather games, and I'm on the record as saying it doesn't make me a tough guy, but I do feel a visceral connection to my football team because I've sat out in those same conditions and watched them play, and I feel like that gives you a bond with your team, whether it's you know completely silly or not. You do feel that viscerally that I was there with you guys out there. It makes you makes you connect with them. Um, so now these fans go home brokenhearted, obviously, once again. But um, I think I'd rather sit in zero degrees than in Cincinnati where it's 40 and rainy. That's the worst feeling when you're yeah. all and you get all uh, rained on you're and everything. damp and everything. Well, and that's the case for Andy Dalton now. You know, this is something we've talked about for 14 months, I think, is when we dated it back to where Terrence Newman kibitzed with us either on the phone or maybe he was even in 66. What's happening, fellas? Yeah, there he is. He didn't get to play on Sunday because um, of a bum knee, and, and uh, that really didn't play that big a role in it because the Chargers pounded him on the ground. That was the difference. It wasn't like mm. Keenan Allen or anyone else was destroying him. Um, but the thing we talked about is this is the most talented roster in the AFC, top to bottom probably, witness the fact that they could overcome the Geno Atkins injury and beyond. But uh, I thought it was interesting. The one thing that we kept saying, and everybody in the world, Andy Dalton, the one thing, the biggest range, we kept talking about range of, of possibility for teams, and the Bengals were at the top of the list because they, with that roster, could go to the Super Bowl and win it, but maybe Andy Dalton, and here we are now, in January, and the conversation is underway now, well, the Bengals can't go forward with Andy Dalton. Now they have to find a new QB. It's going to be one of the most interesting stories of uh, of the offseason, I think. Do you think, or, do, or, or am I right in assuming that the Bengals are obviously going to chase somebody else? That was one of the things I put out on Twitter on Sunday was that we should update the dang, the uh, Bengals draft needs page to say quarterback. Yeah. and But but in all honesty, if you look at the team and you look at, okay, look, they, they've got great running backs. They've got great receivers. The defense is pretty strong. What are you going to draft? I mean, what position of need do you look at when you look at that team about where do they really need to get better? That's a good question. You know, because you're going to be building for depth, so why not take a chance on one of these quarterbacks? Who knows what you can find? You definitely need somebody there to push Andy Dalton. It's not going to be Josh Johnson. Get somebody in there to do it. Ryan Mallett, you could maybe try and figure out a deal I would for. Rather dra- I'd rather draft a guy. I think go after one of those free agents. I, I it it hit me. You know, we talked about it periodically over the last whatever. You know, uh, several like, during the off season a lot. We talked about Ryan Mallett. But you look at what these young QBs are doing. Ryan Mallett. The story on him was was that he you know he was a bad egg in school or he misbehaved. He was naughty, but he was every bit the talent that all those other kids supposedly had now he's been learning under tom brady do you think he's maybe is, is there a chance that at whatever he is 25 at this point that maybe he's matured in fact he's learning at the knee 
of a future Hall of Famer. That sounds sort of like the same formula that uh, Aaron Rodgers followed mm-hmm. in Green Bay, and that's worked out for him. So, all right, the Bengals, I, I uh, you know, listen, the Chargers, the, the, I guess the takeaway is this, or not the takeaway, but as we now look forward, there's nothing that's impossible. That You know, everyone immediately, after this insane weekend where the football, where it comes down to in Lambeau, the, the Phil Dawson's kick, our old pal Phil Dawson, mm-hmm. who we kibitzed with last year, so it was easy to root for him to, to, to come through in a big moment after all those years in Cleveland. But you watch that football go right through the Packers' hands on the <laughs> kick. I mean, there's a Andrew Luck, the ball, that, that so it's bad luck for the Packers there. It's good luck for Andrew Luck and the rest of the Colts that the ball so happens to bounce up right to him and he can run it into the end zone it uh, the the there was no reason that the Saints should be able to go on the road into a cold situation and we and win that game against the red hot uh, Philadelphia Eagles and yet they did so don't give me any of the hooey is the takeaway now right. listen I talk a lot of I I love reckless speculation I've said I don't think Peyton Manning's gonna win the Super Bowl this year or ever again and I said the same thing about Tom Brady at least this season but I don't. What do I know? I, it's all coin flips. Nobody knows. It's not diminishing myself. I any the only people who deserve to be diminished in this moment are any uh, is anybody who is saying, well, obviously now Drew Brees can't go into Seattle and win that game. There's just no. I mean, obviously people still say obviously that, Peyton. Obviously, it's Peyton and Brady for the for the Super people Bowl. Still but, say you know, that. I know it. I'm listening. I'm listening to the obviously, radio. I'm listening to it's everybody. The charges, guys. You guys don't know this? It's the Chargers. This it is year's those Ra- teams, right. This year's Ravens, and obviously you guys heard the stat about mm. the last three Super Bowl champions with the Eagles. I think it's the last five. Last five. I think it's the last that's four. The, la- the, the, team, the Chargers would be the fifth. I think that's right, yeah. The the team that opens, that plays against the Eagles in Philadelphia's home opener has gone on to win the Super Bowl. Yes. So that, yeah. so right. Definitely the last three. I, it's definitely the last three. I think it's the last four. I think right, rank is correct that the Chargers would make it five, which is an insane kind of stat, sort of on the same Wait, that's line, insane? or even more, or even crazier than that Madden thing. Remember for I don't know how long ago the was that? Like, there was like ten years in a row where they where the Madden thing picked the Super Bowl champion correctly. For what are, it was nine eight nine sports. They had their own version. There used to be six different NFL uh, titles. It was a nine eight nine game. They would play a. Two, two representatives from each team would play each other beforehand, and then whoever won that game would go on to win the Super Bowl. I was there one time at the W Hotel in San Diego. Keenan Allen, or not Keenan Allen, uh, Keenan McCardle of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat Charlie Garner of the Oakland Raiders, and I interviewed him afterwards, and I said, so do you guys even need to show up on Sunday? Interesting. You guys have won, <laughs> so congratulations. Like how, and I asked him, I go, how much pressure is it you know, to go in because – this, you know, the last nine winners have gone on to win the Super Bowl, and he was like, "Ah, oh, it's no big thing." You know, we don't re-. like seriously, like superstitious athletes. Nobody was on your case. And he's like, "Yeah, a little bit." <laughs> I'd also my takeaway from that story is also the realization you mentioned Keenan Allen, and then there was Keenan McCardell, and mm-hmm. then there's also Keenan Lewis in the Saints. More Keenans in pro football than in all the other sports combined. Probably some Keenans in the world of comedy, yeah. or at least one that I can think of. Outside of that, how many Keenans are there? Not a whole lot. No, I think there. Are, I, you know what? Wait a second. I think there are three Keenans in comedy too. Well, no, I'm thinking of Keen, Keen, Key and Peel. There's right. Keenan Thompson, right? Yeah, Keenan uh, and then Wayans. and then the Wayans, Keenan Ivory. So there are at least two in comedy. He shows right. up at Flappers all the time. 
Who does? Whenever Keep- there? Yeah. You'll just be there. Like, it's a real, not off-putting, but it's weird that you're up there and you're doing your thing. And you walk off and you see him. And if he, it's one of those uh, things, like he'll give weigh-ins, you. Weigh-ins. You're talking yeah, about. weigh-ins. And he'll give you like a little thumbs up. Like oh. It's funny. My friend who was a stand-up, com- or is a stand-up comedian, uh, Jordan, uh, once saw it, was once doing his set, or, or just about to go up to do his set at a comedy club, and Jerry Seinfeld showed up. Out of the blue, just walked in. This about 10 years ago. And he said, Are you, please don't watch me, which is exactly what I would say, too. Please don't watch this. Please, if you're, and he said, oh, I'm going to watch. And he said, Wait, are you, but, but you can't judge me then. He said, oh, yes, I can. Yeah. <laughs> that would, that, would, be, that would be the worst thing in the world. All right. So what else, Rank? Let's kibitz about before, mm-hmm. before Ike walks through the door here, and then we'll break it down further. But. The, the, are you upset with Andy Reid if you're a Chiefs fan? Is that that's the most devastating loss? Surely, I mean, obviously you give away a four touchdown lead. That's the killer there, isn't it? I, I feel like the Chiefs loss. It's one of those things. Like, and I'll just throw out like anybody who's a teacher right now. And on Monday after the winter break, you're going back to work after the great two weeks, and you're miserable. You're like, yeah, you know, like I. I I don't feel good about this. I had two weeks off, and I'm like, it's one of those things where you need to count your blessings. Like, hey, you're healthy, you have a job, things you should. This be is exactly for. what I'm getting. So at, the you're Chiefs right. fans should look back and be like, hey, last year we were two and fourteen. Our team was miserable. We were a laughing stock. Now there's hope for the future and everything. But it's so hard to see that after a devastating loss where you blew it, where you gave that's up a 20-point lead. That's why I wrote it down because the the quick. It's the same way that everybody now has declared. That, of course, Tom Brady is going to beat the Colts. And, of course, the Seahawks are going to take down Drew Brees. We, maybe those things will happen. Maybe there will be blowouts. But, of course, as a reminder, what we just saw this weekend, who knows what's going to be. And that's exactly right. I, it is amazing to me how quickly Chiefs fans, who are decent people for the most yes. part, the, you know, uh, you know, the, the, all the talk about the Midwest, maybe it's a little overstated. The people are better in the Midwest or not as uh, acerbic and, and uh, unpleasant about things. But, man, as soon as that game was over, it was as though, you know, did you guys forget you went 2-14 and 14 last year? I know it stinks right now. On the other hand, though, I would find it hard to, to really look at football. I'm sure if I were a Chiefs fan, I would not have looked at either game on Sunday. It would be too devastating. Oh, no. never. No, 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 no. I wouldn't have watched either one of those games. Crushing. And it's amazing because, again, uh, something else we've talked about, and, in, and of course, then Peyton Manning got uh, into it about a month ago with his talk of what the narrative is. And the narrative on Alex Smith is that he's a game manager and he can't get it done. And he has one of the great performances in playoff history, and it's still not enough. That's what kills you, is that is is that you get exactly what you need. You get an all-time performance out of Alex Smith when he was the question mark. It's the same as if the Bengals had lost on Sunday and Andy Dalton threw five touchdowns and for 400 yards and everything else, and it still wasn't enough. That's the killer if you're the Chiefs. Now you're if you're a Chiefs fan or you're with the Chiefs, you have this great defense. So the narrative is, well, that defense is good, and you see Houston doing what he's doing early mm-hmm. in that game. You figure, well, this this team is now coming together at just the right time. Dwayne Bowe stepping up as he needs to if they have a chance of making a deep run. And none of it matters. <laughs> they just lose the game anyway. Yes, Black Tie. Got a question for you guys. You guys know I'm, I was not the biggest Alex Smith fan. I labeled him as a good quarterback, but he he, he didn't have the big plays in him. Well, I'm, I'm here to change that stance, guys. He's shown over the last, not just last, not just the wild card game, he's shown over the last six weeks of the season that he is 
actually a pretty good quarterback. He is he's not exceptional at anything, but he's very good at everything. He's and he's exceptional at running, is what he's exceptional. I don't think I'm gonna say he's exceptional. I think he's very good. Exceptional would be like an RG three, you know. No, he's exceptional. He he I th- as I we've think talked Luck about is a better runner than he is. Right, right, wait, RG three is a more exceptional runner? Yes. I mean, RG three has year. been RG three well, can't stop getting hurt. Different yeah, conversation. That, no, no, I, no, 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 no. That's, whoa, whoa. that's a valid. That's, that's that exactly. is a valid point. But I do want to. I do want to move on though. I, I I agree. Part of running. Part of running the ball is not getting hurt. That's what, one thing my main man Russell Wilson is very good at. He does not take a lot of hits when he does run. But I'll be interested to know you guys your thoughts and Ike Taylor as well. Is Alex Smith now better than Joe Flacco and Matt Ryan? I say based off the season, he definitely is. I say based off maybe even the last two. It's a good question. What he's shown this season about being well, very at this, good at everything. He, he doesn't have a flaw in his game. Well, I don't look think at, he does anymore. And if you look at his postseason two years ago when he was uh, heading the San Francisco 49ers, he was playing very well. That that loss to the Giants, again, was not on him. That was Poor a, guy, I know. He's, I, a, he's a special teams mistake away from getting the 49ers into the Super Bowl. There's they I, I could definitely see them beating the New England Patriots in that Super Bowl with that defense who would give Tom Brady trouble just like the Giants front line did. And then it's a Super Bowl winning quarterback who probably doesn't get pulled when Ka- I, that would have been a, a hard thing for Harbaugh to really justify pulling out Alex Smith, not putting him back in when he returned. No I, matter how well Colin Kaepernick I, it, was it's, playing. It's so true. I really I feel bad for Alex Smith as much as I can feel bad for a multimillionaire who is uh, is much younger than I am and, uh, and, you know, gets to continue to play pro football next year. Um, well, best runner, by the way, is clearly Colin Kaepernick. Yes. As, as we, you know, I don't, uh, I don't know how much is of a really prediction. Though? Is he, is he really? the best runner? Yeah. yeah. He was the difference in that game. Ran, ran for 100 yards against the Packers, and that was the difference in the game. Obviously, it was tough throwing the ball. And catching the ball, except for Michael Crabtree, who had an all-time performance. I would, say, I would performance. say Cam is the best runner, just effectiveness. Like, he's he's like a big boy, too. You can't bring him down. Kaepernick has to go down. He has to slide as well. Cam can run for those tough yards. You need a quarterback who's not just – Kaepernick makes his big, his big gains when it's a trick, when it's like, oh, it's a little handoff or whatever. Or, like, you know, the defense breakdowns and he runs for an extra 10 yards. Cam – they have design runs for him to run up the middle. He's a big boy. Well, I, I that, they could easily the Chiefs, do that. the Chiefs had design runs. Cam had some design runs on tough Sunday. Tough runs, though. That's the difference with Cam. Andrew can, Luck was running around. I, you know, Man. I do think that I don't know. I, I'd be interested to know, actually, from a coach or a quarterback who is still around in this postseason – do you talk about, did they talk in the preceding week? Because I said, I think that they'll probably break out some more design runs in the postseason because the the, the notion, like you say, RG3 gets hurt a lot, and that's always the thing. You can't, you got to protect the franchise, and if you want to win in January, he has to be healthy. But now that you're in January, do you roll the dice now and say, let's run him around some because this is what we're playing for. we got to take a chance because it puts so much pressure on the defense to do it now. I wonder, did they discuss that? Did Jim Harbaugh say, take off some more this week, uh, Cap? This is You're the difference. So you got to run around more. And it's not like Cap didn't try and run in the in the season. But now that you have Crabtree back with those other pass catchers, it really does open it. I mean, it makes them feel unstoppable to me. It really mm. does feel like that offense is just about unstoppable if he is on top of everything else, if you have those receivers making those kind of plays and Gore's ability to pound you, then on top of it, wait a second, the QB might take off at any given moment. It's a lot. You can, it's easy. I, I'm, I, I can't even think of who the contain 
end was for the Packers, who let Kaepernick get outside to the left and make the make the run that was the difference in the game. Right. But I'm angry with him, not because he blew it, because it's so much to 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 be responsible for. I know he's responsible primarily for containing Kaepernick in that spot, but I'm mostly upset because it deprived us of, of overtime. Mm-hmm. Rank, you tweeted me something Wait, on Sunday on. about the about the Wings commercial where they turn on the fountains or, or they turn on the sprinklers or whatever just to get right. to overtime. Where was that behavior in where Lambo? Was, we, I guess they were guy? frozen. You couldn't do it, but I mean, that's what we needed. You know we somebody needed, was hitting uh, the button, yeah. We needed something to get that one to OT. Why did it end? It ended too quick. Yes, black tie. Here's another thing we need. I, we don't. Maybe we don't exactly need a different way to end the game. But I, I said this on Twitter yesterday, and I got a lot of heat for it. That the field goal is by far the most anticlimactic way to end a tightly contested game. Uh, you know when it is? Sports. It's when it's tied. It's it stinks if there's a whole different amount of pressure, like Billy Cundiff a couple of years ago. When it's when if you miss, your team loses. Then I, then I'm cool with it because that it, that feels heavy. I agree with you about the field goal. I've said it many times before. It is not being used in the way the creators of the game intended it to be, which is fine because the forward pass wasn't a part of it. But at some point, back in the 60s and even into the 70s, guys weren't making 55-yard field goals with the ease with which they do it now. And now it does kind of warp things, and it and it does change strategies. I would be fine with going back to an era where you had to be a head-on kicker and your your percentage was, you know, three out of four rather than, you know, all these guys making 90% of their kicks. True. Um, but that's just black tie trolling. I'm not trolling. Twitter, like, like, yeah, gotta, it's – what? There was – that game was so great. You just had to find something to be upset that's about. Exactly that's, why, that's exactly why it just felt like such a bummer. That drive was so fan- – the 49ers take over with five minutes left. Drive Colin Kaepernick. The drama is on the play that he made on third and eight when he when he rushed around the outside contained because the guy took a bad route, running when he needed to and everything, and all that stuff. That's where the drama comes in. Not letting the Packers get the ball again. There's drama I, for five minutes. Agreed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that the very last second, no, no, wasn't, there wasn't enough wasn't drama case. for it. It went from five minutes to. Th- Two minutes is good drama, but once they get that last first down, everyone knows what's going to happen. It's like a slow death. Well, and, I, uh, I will say as a side note, I thought Phil Dawson and the story that was told that he said before the game, oh, I, I can't make it past 45. You know, I can't I, yeah. in these conditions. I think he could change the face of trash talk or, or guarantees and everything else forever. No need to guarantee it. In fact, go the other way. Like, I'm probably going to miss this, so we should really celebrate. It's, it's sort of along the lines of if I may become quite grand now if people who want to who, who who feverishly defend the existence of heaven you know I'd rather be in the frame of my, like it's definitely you definitely get to go to heaven after you die like all right well that's fine go with that premise if you want to operate that way through your days here on on uh, the planet earth I'll go with the the premise that it's not going to be. Who's going to be happier if there is an afterlife? You, who are like, oh, yeah, just like I expected. Here it is. Life for eternity. Cool. Just what I wanted. Or me, who's going to be like, I was wrong. woo I live forever. You know, I'm going to have the better party. You understand what I mean? Phil Dawson, same way. He sets it up. I wasn't supposed to make that kick, but I did. Congratulate me, everybody. Good for you, <laughs> Phil Dawson. When you predict you're going to win... 
It's sort of like, what was the big upset the other day? Was it in college hoops I was watching? Oh, no, it was Oklahoma. That's what it was. Oklahoma knocks off Bama in the Sugar Bowl. Their fans end it by, they punctuate it with overrated chant at Alabama. Why diminish what your team just did? If the team you just beat is overrated, then the quality of your win is, is you're sliding it. Uh, no, you want Alabama to be the best team of all time, and you just beat them. If they're like, yeah, they weren't really that good as it turns out, then like, well, so then what's so great about what you just did then by beating them? Why can't you, you understand? Chant, why can't you chant underrated? That's right. That's, That's what, you want. what the chant should be. We'll be lucky to beat you because you're so good, but we're a plucky, gritty bunch, and maybe we can get it done, you know? That would be Dave. better. We're, you're so good. Well, I already lost it. Uh, but I, but back to so, – I want to say this. I want to say one thing about go the 49ers. Ahead, go ahead. When you talk about the field goals and everything and about how good that team can be when they get into the red zone, it is a little worrisome that they settle for field goals a little bit too much. Part of it could have been that they were letting the teams play defense and letting them harangue. Boy, they really did Michael let them Crabtree. play in that game, huh, the refs? But if the 49ers convert touchdowns on those first two drives where they settled for field goals, that game was over immediately. It felt to me through the first half that at any time the 49ers should have pulled away. I was surprised that they didn't. I was surprised that the Packers got the lead. And, in mm-hmm. fact, yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that they can, and, and this is, again, probably a year-old conversation for us here in 66. But I feel like that the 49ers can do that on offense whenever they want, and I don't understand how it doesn't happen consistently. I think Crabtree is obviously a major factor in it, and if you take him away, then you pull it back. But now with all those pieces back on that offense – I don't see any reason why a team, why that team shouldn't just gash whoever they're playing. They should. They consider, really should. They, I, I, and you know, in I know I'm going to make predictions obviously later in the week, and oh, like I say, let's flip coins instead, and and we'll have the same level of accuracy, or probably even better, because I went one and three in the wild card weekend with my picks. That's what that was the tough one for me on Sunday because I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm like, because we both had San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know who what to root for. Should I root for the 49ers so I can go 4 and 0 or should I root for the Packers so you can go 0 and 4? Yeah, but also didn't you do you feel that thing of I get a lot of hate, you know. Of course we we've addressed that. I get a lot of like you hate Peyton Manning and you hate so you hate my team. I just merely feel they're not going to win. That's yeah. a, it's not it's not hatred. It's not inspired by some personal animosity and trust me I do hate the players though. do not care what they have right. no idea who I am uh for the large part but one guy who does is AJ Hawk and so I felt sad when yeah, when Vernon bad. Davis caught that ball past him but it wasn't Hawk's fault he needed the safety the safety was a was a step late on that and should have picked that up and not Which that reminds ball me one more takeaway from this wildcard weekend is there a DDFB curse going on I know. I got a lot of that with Gio Bernard. Yep. Our last three guests all out of the playoffs. We got Gio, who obviously fumbled at the goal line. AJ Hawk. Mm -hmm. And uh, how about Ike Taylor? He didn't even make the playoffs. Speaking of which, is he coming in here? He's coming in here soon. Terrence Newman, our main man, didn't even even play. play. Donald Dockett, you know. Ryan Clark isn't there, right? Were all of our nominees? Yeah, Jared Allen didn't get there. Is Steve Smith hurt? Steve Smith is hurt. He did run for the first time on Sunday, he said. If Steve Smith, by the way, again. Can we get, can we get I, a Bronco I under- in for Thursday? I, under- I understand that you need the asterisk next to it. And Rank, by the way, 
I do not have a rooting interest against any team left at this point. Rank does because he earned it. He has been a SoCal guy. His AFC, he's been watching AFC West football. So, of course, it would be weird if he didn't have rooting uh, teams he rooted for and against in that division. That's, right. that's his credibility. That's what I say about myself all the time. Rank didn't play in the NFL. You know, I mean, I was fortunate enough to play 11 great seasons in uh, in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. and uh, But, you know, Rank didn't. His credibility is owed to his feverish devotion to watching it. So, of course, there are going to be some, you know, there are going to be some, some nasty feelings created over the years. And you should embrace that as a fellow fan if you're listening to my voice right now. I say you should be allowed, you know, AFC West. I'm sure the of Broncos course. caused your Chargers some sadness over the years. Plus, right. uh, you know, my wife's related to the quarterback so that helps too to which one philip rivers she is we've talked about this she is no 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 i don't know she is related to philip rivers all right bring him in here black tie see he's coming through the door right now in the studio 66 look i wonder i wonder i hope he's going to be cool with this because it's not his face but it's a guy who he plays on the back line with for the pittsburgh steelers there's a giant photo of troy palomalu that is just a photo, though. This is the three-dimensional. Ike Taylor walking into Studio 66. Get his mic on there, Black Tie. What's happening, on. Ike? How oh. are you, man? How y'all doing? Good morning. What's happening? What a pleasure to see you. Likewise. I, I, you know what? I'm sure you don't remember this, but okay. just before the season began, you kibitzed with us over the phone. You were on the banks of the Three Rivers. We were seated right here. He's been here before. I yes. said to you, but not yeah. on the, not here though. Not, you not on you, this show. It was show. him and I. Yeah, oh, is that right? Yes. You two kibitzed one on one. It was in front of a WrestleMania. Oh, if and you love you, it so and, much, and I since, and since you weren't here, we, I, we had free reign to talk about whatever we wanted. Yeah, Rick Flo. All right, if you want to listen, if you two want to be alone, then you can be alone. No, no, no. Come on, join. All right, listen. Don't act like that. Don't get sensitive on me. I I don't want that to happen, Mike. Now, listen. (laughs) I said to you, I don't think Antonio Brown is a legitimate number one receiver. I said, I don't jive, and I don't want you to jive me. Let's be honest. Antonio Brown can't hack it as a number one. You laughed at me. You said, Antonio Brown, please. You said, yes, he is. I owe you an apology. Appreciate you. I accept your apology. I just go against him every day, see what he can do every day. The young kid, um, regardless of how he got into the NFL, uh, he's a hard worker, mm-hmm. a very hard worker. He wants to be the best. Um, we all have some kind of flaws. Ain't nobody flawless. And his coming out of college was, you know, he was a hothead. So he was a bad case for a lot of teams. Hmm. That's why he dropped hmm. to, like, the fifth or sixth round. But as far as, like, talent-wise – there's no other talented receiver than Antonio Brown, man, and you can just see. I think over over these last three or four years I've played, he's been the reason why I've played the level I played on because I go against him every day, and he's and he brings it every practice. So I'm a competitive person. He's a competitive person, and we go at it. So, yeah. Like I said, man, Antonio Brown. Just ask me about anybody. I give you the heads up. I love it. You know who else I love? Who I love Ryan Clark. Because yes. why? Because like you, he has a sense of humor. One and two, no jive. I like this uh, Studio 66, so named for Mario Lemieux, the greatest of all right. Pittsburgh athletes. Correct. Um, you know, I, I I announced the one rule here: no jive talk, and you bring that, and appreciate I appreciate you. that. Appreciate you. Now be Thank now, you. now. Don't jive me on this one. Talk to me. How sick. Are you, what do you feel about the Chargers not only getting in, 
But right. now that they advance, that was your chance. You right. could have advanced against those same Bengals had only those referees in San Diego made the right calls. You said no jive, so we had 16 weeks to prove ourselves to get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You can't put your life on somebody else's hands. So he wound up missing a field goal, and that eliminated us for show. But we had 16 weeks to make the playoffs. If we would have had a better record, it would have been a different story. So no excuses coming my way. All right, then don't make an excuse. Look back. What was the game that haunts you? Is there a play? Is there a half of football that you look at and say, man, that's the one that would have been, should have been the difference and we should be in because of that one? When you don't make the playoffs, you're looking at a lot of scenarios. You're looking at a few games. You're looking at the Raiders games. You're yes, looking at that's the Tennessee the one, game. The You're looking at the uh, Vikings game. You're looking at the first Cincinnati game. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking at the the first Baltimore game. So our record could have easily been 12 and 4, 11 and 5, because I think we we lost like four games under three points. So let's just let you know, Coach LeBeau always say, man, football is a game of inches. And it truly is. I mean, when you look at replays and you see guys scoring touchdowns and you're like, all right, this corner's all over this receiver. How can this receiver catch this ball? It's just that close when you talk mm-hmm. about football. So, yeah, we had a lot of opportunities, man. Them games I just named, um, yeah, you know, I feel like we should have won, but we didn't. So that's why I'm sitting here. All right. Are well, you able to watch the games over the week? Could yeah, you yeah watch I'm, a football, I'm a football fanatic. So regardless of whether we in or out, I'm still watching football. I'm just a fan of football. I'm a fan of fo- I'm a fan of sports in general, mm-hmm. you know. So I got a little son, so I feel like for me to be well groomed, I got to watch every sport. So I watch from NASCAR to football. What about golf? Because they had that that golf season started now. I can I can watch a little bit of golf. <laughs> Not 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 as much, but I can watch a little bit. I of don't want to talk about golf. Listen, I just want to watch I'm not, we're done talking about golf. We're talking to Ike. You're now. a golfer. You like uh, golfing? Don't like, you do it, the two of you. No, what? I do. Yeah, I like to yeah. play. <laughs> uh, I played a few times. You know, I don't have any patience for mm-hmm. for the time, but uh, I guess whenever I retire. Oh, I can get into it a little bit. All right. What you, know you do what? is you what? play the nine-hole courses where they have like a par 30. You'll be in and out. We'll keep too cutting hard. them it's off. The pers- Every it's, time it's we want to get in, we cut them All off. All right. You can talk about your golf and the two of you can go out and have a, and have a milkshake with uh, two straws in it when we're finished here. Let's talk about football for a okay. minute. You've played against Tom Brady. You've right. played against Peyton Manning. I Listen, again, I've talked to Ryan Clark about this too. Tom Brady, for whatever reason, has the Steelers' number. For the most part, mm-hmm. he's had your number. I don't know exactly. I think it's because he spread you out. You know, my for me, you know, being uh, you know, I'm not in there. You and LeBeau can break it down, but it seems to me he spreads you out, and it really devastates what LeBeau wants to do. But who are you more afraid of when you're on Saturday night? When you're laying there, I know you're going to say, yeah, "I'm not afraid of anybody." But who is ultimately the scarier matchup for you, Peyton Manning? Or Tom Brady? Because we're ha- hurtling towards those two, maybe at, playing for the Super Bowl in a couple look at, weeks. Looking at it from my perspective, especially with this social media and this Twitter and this Instagram out, I like playing both of them. And the reason why I like hmm. playing both of them because you do good, you get your followers up. You do bad, <laughs> you get your followers up. So, <laughs> so regardless, regardless on if you do good or bad, they're going to talk bad about you or talk good about you. Anyway, but just going to, going against two Hall of Famers, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, as a corner, you always want to be on your A game because you know every snap they're going to be on their A game. So why not get, get good recognition between those two? 
All right, you can't have Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. All right, and he's to me. Mm-hmm. If I had to win one game, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. You know, but let's say he's not there. Tom Brady or Peyton Manning? You got. Well, I'm not telling you anything else about the makeup of the team. You need to win a game. Which guy would you rather have? You got to go with Tom Brady. And the reason why you got you got to go with Tom Brady because he had a a carousel of receivers. So Tom Brady right. makes Tom Brady makes receivers. Mm-hmm. So he'll turn a no name into okay, who this kid is? You know, Peyton Manning. Of course, Peyton Man. He been having some Hall of Fame receivers, some Hall of Fame tight ends. I know he's gone from Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne. Man, he been yeah, he's been, he been very having, lucky. He been that. having a dream team. Now don't get me wrong. He still got to get the ball from point A to point B, and still have to know where to go. So he's another Hall of Fame. But Tom Brady, man, regardless on how I want to feel about the Patriots, he's one of the best in the game. As you now go forward with the Steelers, do you feel satisfaction in seeing the Bengals go out? Are you happy that the Ravens didn't win, at least make the playoffs? Do you feel I'm um, go out at least uh, those guys, or do you feel like well we would look better if the Bengals went on and won the Super Bowl? No, nah, there's no satisfaction when you're watching another team in your division in the playoffs. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you, you ask yourself, you sit down, you watch them games, and you ask yourself like, you go you go through games y'all lost, and, and you ask yourself, damn what what I should have done on this play or hmm. I could have played this play better damn I could have broke up this pass and it would have put us in the playoffs so so you're watching teams but you're asking yourself at the same time what you could have done to help your team out at the time because that's what I'm doing I don't know if anybody else is doing but I'm sitting there watching and everything just relapsing in my head on what I should have did or the plays I could have made to help my team enter to the playoffs so you always tell yourself going into the offseason I'm going to make sure this don't happen again. All right, let's talk about the offseason now as we go towards 2014. Who's best positioned in the AFC North? Now, don't again, don't jive me. Listen, you still got number seven. You still got Antonio Brown. You you still got you. But there is talk of a lot of change on that defense in particular, a lot of faces that uh, Steeler fans have looked at for a long time. That's That's just the business of the game. That's the nature of the game. Regardless on who you want to get glued to, it's a young man's sport. Financially and business-wise, decisions have to be made. So you just never know. That's why, you know, us as a secondary, we always cherish each other. We talk about a band of brothers. We we mm-hmm. really feel like we're brothers because nobody will understand what we go through. We're the last line of defense. If we win, we did okay. If we lose, it was our, it was our fault. That's just the way we feel. And pretty much for the most part, that's just how it is. In, in the city of Pittsburgh, if you ask Carnell, Lake, and Rod, they'll tell you the same stories. Like, hey, man, our defense is held to a standard. And it's always been like that. Because I still to this day ask Coach Lake, like, Coach, was it like this when you played? He was like, yeah, ain't nothing changed. And now ain't he that, might, is, is Coach Lake, he switched from safety to corner when the Steelers Correct. needed him to. I, I, you know, all the buzz is now that Ike is going to switch to safety. Is that is that now in the works it's, or what? It's, nah, it's, it's been slight talk, like a <coughs> call for talk. <laughs> not, not really. You know, I still feel like I can play corner for whenever, forever. But if they want me to make that change, I'm willing and able to make that change. I just won't win. Well, but you say it's a young man's game, and I don't know if you've noticed the calendar or right. the whatever. It seems like you're doing something that very few guys your age are Correct. doing, which is locking up on the number one guy. I mean, you feel confident for 2014? It starts, it starts with feeling confident. Yeah. Like, you got to go into the game feeling like, man, I'm the best in the world. 
if not, if you have any slight hesitation, you're going to lose. That would be one of the many reasons I could not be an NFL cornerback. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's one of the tough positions you can play. You got to understand, we react to the best, the greatest receivers in the world. So they know where they're going. We don't know where they're going, but we have to react in a in a quality time to to make plays. So you got to anticipate and react, and you got to be on it pretty much every play. There is no lapse playing corner. You got to be on it. Same way as quarterback, there is no lapsing playing quarterback. You got to be on it. But people got to understand, man. We react to the best receivers in the world and that's tough to do every snap how bad is it to be in this because all the talk has been about the cold and then a lot of people say well it doesn't really make a difference everybody's got to play in it to me it's a massive factor in in strategy and in how individuals are going to react to it from your experience how significant is it mindset your mindset got to be right because man when you're playing in that cold you, your body change Regardless right. on what you want to say. And it, even from the guys who've been playing in the cold weather, it's still cold. But their mentality is different. Like, man, I'm not going to let the outcome of this game uh, be determination because of the weather. We're going to win this game whether it's negative 15 or 78. We're going to win this game. And a lot of guys can't transfer that mentally, you know. Oh, it's cold. Oh, the ball's going to be a little bit harder. This hit is going to hurt worse than it would hit in the 78-degree weather with this negative 12. Once you start playing mind games with yourself, you're pretty much making excuses and setting yourself up for failure. All right, listen. Ike, it's been a pleasure. It's been Appreciate too short. You. I talked to you, though. Again, when we kibitzed with you back in, in August, mm. I suggested that you jump in to the sports car. I mm, like to get in mm. the car and, and really, you know, let our hair down. Get right. away from the commissioner and everybody else. Just you and me. Right. We'll, we talk. We see where the conversation goes. Right. I say, let's do that at some point. You coming back out here this uh, this yeah, offseason? I'll be out here often. All right. Black right. tie. Okay. I, want, it, I want this one booked. And maybe we get Ryan Clark because he'll come back okay. out. And Pro- Palomalu lives down at the sea. Are you gonna yeah, go yeah. to hang? Do you stay? Do you crash on his couch nah, or something while you're out nah, here? I don't what? crash. I like doing my own thing. I don't like intruding nobody's space. Even though he tells me, man, you know, my door is always open. So I'm hanging out with his brother-in-law. Him and me and his brother-in-law, we just been hanging out in L.A., man. So L.A., California, just in general, man, is. It's a good vibe. Maybe we get a convertible and we get Shamarco and everybody in it. You know, we just put the whole secondary in it and we figure it all out in front of 2014. So they be having them vans. They they cut the side of them vans. Now no more them tourist vans. Yeah, we could just get one of them and just let our help. We should really do that. Just me and the whole steel curtain. We'll all ride around and we'll figure it out. And by the time you go to training camp, you'll have the eye of the tiger (laughs) and you'll return to your rightful place atop the AFC North. What do you think of that, Ike? I mean, we still was on top of phone too. See. We still, we still, regardless of what you want to say, the fact of the matter is we still was on top of the AFC North at the 4-2. I, look, I, I agree with you, and it, that's why I want it. I, I'm, I'm with you on the 8-8. Eight eight. You have no business saying right. we deserve the playoffs when you're 500. But, uh, you know, if the Chargers could do it, you could do it. Oh, hands down. You know? All right. Yes, Black Tie. All right, before we let Ike go, we had Handsome Hank, a famous British man, join us behind the glass. And he let me know that Ike Taylor, when you know when the Steelers played in, in London, did perhaps one of the best English accents he's ever heard. So we oh, can't let Ike God, go without oh, hearing man. an English accent here. 
Y'all gonna put me on the spot. Here's like what you that. should I'm say. Let's give him a sentence to say. Say, say, Mike Tomlin is allowed to put whichever foot he wants on the field whenever he wants. It, it wasn't really the the London accent. It was it was their slang words. Let's get Hank here they, to warm it up. So this is handsome Hank. This is Ike Taylor. How you doing? How hey, you doing, Ike handsome Taylor, Hank? How you doing? Ike, nice to meet you. Good to meet you. So we was doing like so I was like, all right, since I like talking slang because I'm from New Orleans, what's the slang words? In, in London. So, I what if you're Jiffy. going if you're going on the uh, Jiffy? Yeah, you. Yeah, if, you're you got, on, if you're going on the underground, where you're on the the tube, the tube, the tube. So you, you had a good you had the tube. The 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 tube, the Jiffy and tube. I don't really know how to say it too good. I was just having fun. In do you London, know how man. to say? Do you know how they say how how he says his people say strawberry? Strawberry. Strawberry. No. Strawberry. <laughs> strawberry. <laughs> strawberry. Strawberry. What is it's that? It's like it's like I gotta fix my mouth <laughs> right. to belly open strawberry. <laughs> strawberry. What yeah. else? What else? Handsome. What are the other weird pronunciations you have? Well, you you oh. always like confetti. Yeah. Confetti. 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 The Steelers have won the Super Bowl, and here comes the confetti. <laughs> the confetti. Exactly. I always love the word process. We're so going through the how process. You process. Process. That's how it's supposed to be. Said. See, I said process. Yeah. Pra. Yeah. Process. Yeah, Don't you're, have any you're of that wrong. processed meat. No, you're wrong. Well. You can't tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> well, you know where you know started, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a clue in the name. What in the world? <laughs> this guy saying I'm wrong. I know. No, you're Can you wrong. believe that the commissioner allowed him into our National Football League like this? Get him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ike, just, we, man, you know, I'm just being serious. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should go. We'll take. We'll get into the big van, the oversized van, all the steel curtain and Damashek. We'll we'll trip the light, fantastic. But you know what? We don't stay within the city limits of Los Angeles. No, no, we go around these United States okay. yeah, on a goodwill tour because I think you know what I know, Ike. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. The Dallas Cowboys can call themselves America's team. What's really America's team? No, no, I came up with something even better. I say, man, if they want to call themselves America's team, you might as well call the Steelers the world team. That's right. right. That's right. And the support they saw in London. Yes. Just back that up. Let's yes, paint the – forget about the – when you when you see from space, it's it's blue and green, the earth. No, let's right. paint it black and gold. Cause you hey, know what make, I, sure, make sure y'all have me back in a jiffy. <laughs> will do. Very good. You know? <laughs> you know what I say, Ike, and we'll leave it at this? Yes. For me, at the end of the day, I love America, but mm -hmm. at the end of the day, black and white over red, white, and blue. That's no how question. I feel. You know what I'm saying? No question. All right, good. I can dig that. All right. Ike, 2014 awaits, but in between, I really will get together. We'll get here in 66, okay. or we'll get in the car. Me, you, Palomalu, Palomalu's hair. Yeah. Everybody Let will go out. Let fly. That's what we'll do. We'll there be, will be no rules except for the one rule. We'll, no keep our, we'll keep our head on our shoulders. Right, right. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Ike Taylor, you Thank go. You. You're as delightful Appreciate as promised. You. Appreciate it's, you. See, Thanks for having me. This, uh, thank you, Ike. You know thank what, you. Rank? See what have we said nice a lot? You. What have we said a lot, Rank, over the over the last couple of years? It's hard for me to hate the Ravens when right. I meet some of the Ravens because a lot of them are nice, nice guys. guys. I've met a number of Ravens, and they're cool guys. And so then that makes it difficult for me as a fan. What I like even better, though, right. Ryan Clark. 
Ike Taylor. Right. These are likable guys, and they play for my team. I don't care. So what? What? You know what? So call me a homer. So be it. You I are. like guys all over the NFL, but I I like it best when when uh, Steeler guys happen to be cool guys. So that's uh, that's good news for me. All right, uh, handsome Hank. What a pleasure to see you. Yeah, Thanks sorry for coming for up. In. I appreciate it. I apologize for barging in, but it's great to be here. Oh, well, listen, apparently we have the luxury of 10 extra minutes here to keep kibitz in. I thought we were going to have to wrap it up here. Overtime. Yeah, I know. Let's get into it then. What do you want to kibitz about? When Hank walks in, you know, uh, we get that extra time because he carries that kind of sway here at the NFL. Apparently. Mm -hmm. Sway. The NFL media group. Yeah. I should say. Um. So yeah. So swagger is the same in in England. It doesn't really exist in England. There's no. There isn't a person in England you would say, "Wow, look at his swagger." All right. We're gonna. Beckham doesn't have that. Yeah, maybe. We'll look ahead. Swag. We yeah. will. Uh, I, uh, I'm sorry, Rank. I had to play hardball with you, I but I was not going to gonna indulge any golf we talk with well, Ike Taylor. You're lucky because we were going to. His his hometown of New Orleans is hosting WrestleMania this year. Ugh. So was, we we, we could have gotten into care. that. I don't uh, listen. But everybody else does. That's the big thing. Is that people love it? I have no, but not I don't have any knowledge of it. So why would I talk people. about it? Okay, I, well, I mean, obviously, I went one and three with my say, NFL picks this weekend. So, maybe you should take so maybe that I should. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about, though, the games. Because, again, like I say, everybody assumes we're going to see Tom Brady and Peyton Manning hook up here. Um, that You know what? I but honest, that assumption, I, I, again, these assumptions. Oh, oh, that was what I wanted early, to say. My early lean is that the Colts will be playing host to the AFC Championship I mean, look, I, that wow. wouldn't stun me. And I'll tell you something else, too. Talk about the game of inches that Ike refers to when we talk about how the ball goes through the uh, the Packers' uh, would-be blocker of the, the field goal at the end of the game and the bounce to Andrew Luck. Here's another one. Uh, Randall Cobb, when the – Packers tie the game with five minutes to go. They kick the field goal to tie the game. Randall Cobb came within that whisker of pulling away from the defender and scoring a touchdown, which completely changes, obviously, what the, the mindset is. As Black Tie points out, with the last two minutes, you realize it was just a matter of bleeding the clock down till till they could attempt the field goal. Had the Packers punched it in there, completely different last couple minutes there mm-hmm. as the Niners try to push the ball across because they would have needed six there. Another one, when you talk about 45-44, it's hard to say, well, that one play, if that had gone differently when, right. when you have that uh, bounty of points. But very early in the game, Dwayne Bowe just about pulled away. Right. And Junior Hemingway, instead of making the block that was right in front of him, decided to go stride for stride with Dwayne Bowe, which is a weird um, instinct that I've noticed for a lot of guys over the last five or so years in the NFL. They would rather run with the ball carrier, their teammate, as he runs down the sideline or runs down the field, instead of making the block that would spring him. You know who I blame If he for doesn't that? do that, if he – who? That the greatest show on turf, the St. Louis Football Club, used to do that all they the time. They used to love – yeah, you know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? I know. That annoys me. Offensive players. They, just have a, they have a different mindset. Well, no, defensive players do it, too. Sometimes when they scoop up a fumble and you see the yeah, guy running down the field. They, but they, they don't get to score all the time. But, so I mean, legitimately, that, I mean, that block, if or if Junior yep. Hemming, I mean, who knows? I mean, obviously, they had a 28-point lead and it wasn't enough, so uh, hard to say. But, I mean, that one play, to me, uh, made me crazy in the moment that he should have gone for six there. He should have mm-hmm. run it in there, and they oh, wind sure. up only with three in that spot there. Huge play. Um, so let's talk about what the possible matchups are. And listen, I'm not going to complain about uh, a wonderful wild card weekend. However, 
The New Orleans win is a bummer to me because and it's not to, to diminish the Saints. Good luck to, to, to them as they go forward. But I would rather have seen either Seattle playing the Niners or the Packers. By right. Saturday night, I had already had my hopes dashed because whoever had come out of the Niners-Packers game is a better matchup for, for my eyeballs. I would rather see Aaron Rodgers take one shot, you know, see with a puncher's chance against that defense – or the the matchup that we all want. I right. want I want that matchup more than I want Brady, Peyton, yeah, or but, anything else. Well, we can get that in the NFC Championship game. Wouldn't that be better? But we don't know if we're going to get it now. I understand, but that it's still a, sure. If we, if we have, listen, if you tell me we're going to wind up Niners at Seattle for the Super Bowl, then I, yeah, I'll, I'll go wild for that. But the but the the glass glass half full um, appreciation of this is that we get the Panthers 49ers matchup, which is basically mirror image teams. Slugging it out, you know. but it better rain. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we need well, some rain. We're no gonna need rain. Some... Snow's fine. Rain's ridiculous. No, no rain's we need fine. Sloppy like mud. I, I'm with you. I don't I like, want it. I don't want it don't all... get muddy anymore. Yeah, that's true. I don't. I, what I'm saying is, I don't want it 65 no. and sunny out. No, no, that doesn't do. That doesn't. That's not going to work. It needs to be cold. You need to see everyone's breath, and then. then and I tweeted good. it at the time, and then ultimately, I guess I was wrong. But I thought the football gods were were giving the Colts the business for not opening the dome when right. they had every opportunity to do so. They should right. let the elements into that joint. I was in heaven once that game ended because at least the other three were all played outdoors, which is where playoff football should be played. And it and it uh, makes me very excited. Now, as much as everybody swooned over the weather on Sunday in Lambeau, how come people are not excited now for the Super Bowl? Shouldn't this make us extra excited? All the stuff we've seen over the last month, isn't it going to be great if it's snowy and cold there? Yep. I know it won't be fun for us to be walking on the street to oh, get no to the game. At all. No fun at all for us to be at the Super Bowl. I'm sure everyone who's listening will be will be, you know, they 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 guess what for you, I, Dave. I'm not I'm just trying to say I understand where these reporters are coming from when they say, "Oh, it's so cold." I don't feel bad for I'm not say I I know that won't that moment at 8 a.m. as we're walking down the street right. on Tuesday won't be great, but obviously I'm willing to pay my dues and uh, and we'll be excited about it. And guess what? Because of your sass, because for misreading what I was saying, you're going to get in the first snowball I throw. That's fine. Right, That's fine, you're, you're getting the second and third that I throw. You cannot defeat me. I love you're an Englishman. I'm, I'm, of course I can. You don't even have snow in England. Of course we do. I love every column that bashes the host city for, during Super Bowl week, which is <laughs> so annoying. Like, And yeah. it was... I remember I was at Super Bowl 37 in San Diego, and you're like, it was picture perfect the entire week. I don't think it ever got below 70. What could a reporter find to complain about this? Some guy who was outside the elevator was pushing it, and the elevator at Qualcomm Stadium wasn't getting there fast enough. Just yells out, this place needs a new stadium. This is ridiculous. I'm like, there's a ramp right there. It'll take yeah, yeah. you five minutes it, I mean, to walk But this down. is it. There's the, these, these pampered sports writers who, yeah. who like, you know, they had the line for the restaurant that they were being taken out for a free dinner the night before was too long. <laughs> and suddenly, you know, they're condemning the city, the stadium, and everything along the way. I'm I think you. everyone should be happy, just happy to be there. Think of all the millions of people who'd love that, to be there. That's how I feel. Yeah, so okay. our first game is... This Saturday will be Seattle. the Saints at the Seahawks. Yes. Mm -hmm. Then at night we get uh, the Colts at the Patriots. But and wait, I'm they, with you, Rank. I, I I think the Patriots win. I do I, I do think the Patriots again, Rank. I mean, uh, handsome. As I said at the top of this, 
I'm not going to stop predicting games. Obviously, I'm going to give my best guess. It's reckless speculation. But guess what? Everybody else is uh, speculating recklessly at right. this point, why should, too. Why should you stop? Right, exactly. I'm not going to. So, the, But the Patriots, and I, I just... As cool, I think you can't lose as long as the Chargers lose going forward here. I don't. I and I get the bolo tie, and everybody's amused yeah. by we, that story. They, they had their nice wild card weekend. That I don't like those uniforms. They're nine and seven. I think it undercuts the essence of the whole regular season. It's my. Right. It's my gripe with March Madness. It might be fun in the moment to see a team that has no business being there go deep, but when you look Wait, back, they've, it's... They've won nine games, which was the sixth highest total in the AFC. They certainly deserve well, to be in the playoffs. Yes, they deserve to be in the playoffs. In the playoffs, playoffs yes. But, but we don't want... We don't, that said, if they go in... Let's say they went into Denver and blew the doors off the Broncos. Then I think we'd all be... Here's, we'd, we'd say, okay, cool. Right. I like I think this it would be the now. point is this. The point is this. The point is this. Upsets are great because they happen rarely. When they happen every season, they cease to be upsets, and then it starts to feel like a coin flip, or let's just put ping pong balls in a thing and wind them up and see which one emerges. Because that's well, the that's, feeling that's you start really. to get. You're only looking at the upsets for after the game. You know, it's how the upset happens that everyone's interested in. If they yeah. go in and they shut down Peyton Manning. And Wait, they... hold on, hold on, hold on. The upset would be at the Broncos win. Let's be serious. <laughs> It's going to be fifty degrees, apparently. <laughs> so there is that we don't. You don't. Peyton doesn't have it's the cold work. It's still the playoffs. Is that right? It's going to be fifty in Denver. I know, that doesn't, that Boo! doesn't make any sense. I think Peyton is what? Real quick, Dolphins OC Mike Sherman relieved of his duties. Breaking news. Congratulations, Sam. Uh, I know it, you were it's anxious just one to see small that happen. Part of that, that, that's one small part of the. Uh, of well, the let me say this to you, and uh, it, because Ike Taylor, and it was weird to, I, you know, it was great to have him. I'll, uh, I love uh, Kibitzin with him, but I didn't want to go too Steeler heavy, and then I got a little off the rails there. I can't really? help it. That's where I want to go. I love talking about the Steelers, and we'll do some more of that in the future. Um, and, really? And, and then. <laughs> when he comes back in here, yeah, we'll definitely do some more will, of that. Okay. Black tie now feverishly waving his arms that we got to wrap it up here. No. You're the one who interrupted hey, Black Tie. I've got I've got something real quick as well after you finish your thing. So. <laughs> I just want to say one thing, and uh, that is that you know we've been now away from the Broncos and the Patriots and the Panthers and the Seahawks for now two weeks, and it feels like forever. No, it's only been a week, really, since we haven't discussed those teams. Now they come back to the four, and it's interesting. I mean, you know, again, obviously the asterisk of who knows what's going to happen. But if the Panthers don't have Steve Smith ready to go, and, I mean, he's going to play. I'm sure he's not going to miss after all these lean years in between that Super Bowl run with Jake DeLome. I, having talked to Steve Smith, as we have on a number of occasions, no chance he ain't going to be out there. But if he ain't right... Then how can they? How could they possibly beat that team? I know it's nip and tuck, and both teams you know could be like a three-two final score. Right. But still, if they don't have that as a weapon versus the weapons that, as we started the podcast with today, talking about how potent that Niners offense should be, at least got to take the Niners there. In, in and that, by the way, doesn't that make Jim Harbaugh if they do win, if they get to a third straight NFC title game, best NFL head coach, right? Going easily, right now, yeah. I mean, in the first game that they well, wait, played wait, earlier wait. the season, though, they it was ten nine, right? Right. But the Niners did not have Michael Crabtree. Right. I think Vernon Davis um, suffered a concussion early in the game, so he mm -hmm. wasn't playing. I think Alden, it was Alden Smith's first game back from uh, from his his time away. So, 
you've got to think, and then and then obviously the Panthers did have Steve Smith. You've got to think that the 49ers is a very different team. At this Here's time. the one thing, and it is legit if you look at the numbers, and uh, they 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 um, actually died down a little bit, but for a long time this season. If you were coming off a game against the Seattle Seahawks, then you didn't fare very well the following week because right. they happened to be more physical than anybody else. Imagine coming off of that brutal game up there in, in sub-zero conditions in Lambeau and fighting it out tooth and nail. Luckily, they didn't go to overtime for the Niners' sake. But still, aren't they going to be physically traumatized over the course of the next few days? To the to, and, and doesn't that mean that the Panthers have some edge on that level? Yeah, they do. But I was thinking about it. You know, of all the teams that have had a bye week, I think, you know, the, the Broncos and the Patriots obviously will, will have had time to plan and get healthy again. I don't know why. I, there's nothing I can put my finger on, but I feel like the Panthers would have, would have could have done with another game just to keep the ball rolling. I know what you mean. Yeah, a team that I'll, hasn't I'll, done it. It's good if you're like the Chargers. Good to get caught up yeah. in this in this uh, wave of momentum and not ever get have a moment to sit down and think like, well, look at what we're doing here. Yeah, right. you just want to just keep on rolling. Yeah. Next, next, and, and uh, I feel next like thing the Panthers up. are just maybe needed that you know fairly young team. I hear you. It's interesting. Yeah, I I I, I really think the Niners, but you know, uh, who, uh, Cam Newton. Yep. We haven't seen him in the playoffs. Maybe he'll make a legend of himself in one game. But before you uh, crown Jim Harbaugh the best coach in the NFL, if the 49ers do get to the NFC Championship game, I think we do have to recognize Bill Belichick. Pretty good. Five Super Bowls during his tenure. His team is good each and every year. And that you look at and what you know Ike was talking about with that offense, with those receivers, with a bunch of guys that the most like I say, unless you're the most ardent of fans, you hadn't heard of a lot of these receivers. So I'm sorry, I'll stop talking about. If football. you've got one of. The- <laughs> If you've People got, want to if you if you've just... got the here's what elite QB and I you know I hate elite QB stuff, but if you have an elite QB, it doesn't guarantee you that you're going to win a Super Bowl. Clearly, what it does guarantee you is an almost annual appearance in the postseason. That's, That's right. what you get. If if That's you have true. Brady, Manning, Breeze, Roethlisberger, even though the Steelers haven't gotten in the last couple of years, they went eleven and five with Matt Castle. If you get right, if you get well, I know, but if you have. I, I hear you, but they, they didn't make the playoffs that year either. But the, the, they also, if you have that quarterback, it gives you entry. It gets you your ticket almost certainly into the postseason. After that, who knows? Then, right. yes, Black. Lastly, last. No, no, very you're last on the way thing. in. Something Black, you're not allowed the way in. Good night. Uh, very last thing, Shaq. No, it's not the last thing. Uh, okay. Well, very, very last thing. Shaq, I want you to rank right now the, the last eight quarterbacks in the playoffs. Rank them right now. Go. Tom Brady won. Andrew Luck, two. Kaepernick, three. Peyton, four. Russell Wilson, five. Although I'm tempted to put Russell ahead of Peyton Manning, but then I would get destroyed. Uh, More than uh, you're already going to be. Um, I mean, little, it's not crazy. All these guys ahead Colin of Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick is now, what is he? Is he three and one or four and one in the postseason? No, they won the division last yeah. year, so he's, he's three and one in the postseason. They won three. They've lost, yeah. They, they didn't play wild card weekend last year, right? He's already the fifth leading no. rusher in, amongst quarterbacks in postseason history. Yeah, I mean, listen, That's what do you insane. want from me? And then I guess I'll go Breeze. Oh, my gosh. Below Breeze, Peyton Manning. The guy he beat in the Russell Super Bowl. Wilson. That's true. Do you remember right. who threw that interception? That right. Breeze, they Manning, the- Wilson. Although I really want to put Wilson out of both of those guys. If, uh, if I, In my gut, which guy would I rather have? Or what, is because I'm crazy and I don't want to get beaten up on Twitter. 
All right, I'm gonna I'll do I'll do what's sincere because no jive. Like Taylor didn't jive, I won't jive. Russell Wilson, then Drew Brees, then Peyton Manning. Who's left? Then Cam sure. Newton because I haven't seen him do anything yet. And well, you know what? I might put Phil Rivers ahead of those guys too. Philip Rivers, who routinely beats Peyton Manning in the playoffs. Yeah, who's nine and two or uh, when it's under forty How degrees. How are you outside? asking the question and then you're doing the rap sign? How is that possible? Under 40, Phil Rivers. I don't know if it was under 40 or if it was right on it in so, Cincy on Sunday, but uh, but if it is, he's now 10-2 and two when it's cold outside. And if it's cold outside, if it's 50, then I guess the wheels are off that. But I might take Phil Rivers straight up against Peyton. So NFL fans listening, just to summarize, Peyton Manning's the worst quarterback left in the playoffs. I didn't say <laughs> that. It based, is what you said. Who do I want to win the game? Who yeah, do I yeah, think's so going to win in January? That, based like, on same deal. In January is when the it's playoffs not who are I think is the place. better quarterback based on postseason performance. So you're not taking the best quarterback. In your opinion, you wouldn't take the best quarterback as the first quarterback. The you be- you're taking. You're talking about the best regular yeah. season quarterback. No, this I, is a completely different conversation. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that the best quarterback left in the playoffs right. for the playoffs. All right. Well, then tell me. Tell me how many numbers worst. I'm off by because I know Rank agrees with me. So I don't need to ask his opinion. I'm not saying handsome in black tie. Am I crazy? That all those names ahead of Peyton? Which ones? deserve to be below Peyton based on their respective postseason deeds. I think I would put Cam below him, obviously. I did. I would put okay. Phil Rivers below him. I did. Even you though didn't. Philip even though Philip I said it would be close, end. but all right. But in the all end right. you didn't. <laughs> I um, wanna have it's a funny thing because I'd like to have credibility, but I feel in my in my heart like what's credible is that Peyton Manning right. is nine and eleven I'm in the postseason. Russell Wilson below him. I haven't seen Russell Wilson do it in the postseason. Oh, he did, he did last against season. the Redskins and did it against, against the Redskins and did it against the Falcons too. Well, they and lost the game. They he didn't lose the won. game. He, oh he pushed them across with thirty seconds left. That was the game winner. The fact that it didn't go that way, I mean, that was that was right there the, for oh, you. Know the what? fact yeah. that they didn't go that way is the fact, though. Hold on. I, no, all no, right, no. I'm not trying to have it both ways. Yeah. You're right. That's fair. Yeah, because if you take the Peyton Peyton Manning narrative of like he doesn't play defense. And then Russell Wilson <laughs> goes go. ahead. Oh. All right, so Russell Wilson, fair. You're so. Who else, Black Tie? Who else, Black Tie? Who have I missed? Stop on? Have I, who's crazy? Who's who, which? Which is the one that I is is insane that I would have whoever whatever name I just said ahead of Peyton Manning on that list? Brady? No, that's not crazy. Brady isn't crazy. I agree. Kaepernick? Oh. That's crazy. That's crazy. I don't think it's crazy. I don't that think it's crazy. crazy for this playoffs right now. Which was the question? Well, I mean, the last two. I mean, right. twenty thirteen. I mean, the twenty twelve playoffs. Kaepernick was a play away from winning the Super Bowl. Now, in his second go round as the starting quarterback, a season and a half into his career as a starting quarterback, or even less, he's now three and one, and just went into Lambeau in frigid conditions and made the decisive plays in the fourth quarter. Throws a touchdown pass to Vernon Davis, and then makes those runs that make the difference in that game there. I mean, you know, listen, it's how, why, based on, I know sample size is awfully small, but my best guess is I'll take Colin Kaepernick in the clutch. What day are we, am I coming back again for the next? Because I I have a point to make, but we can make this later on in the week if that's acceptable. Yeah, let's do it later on in the week. Let's do it later on in the week, which you probably won't be on, but that's later on in the week anyway. What does that mean? Oh, black tie. Let's call it a day. We'll be back with another podcast at least. Listen, I could spin 
If you want to black tie, I could do four more of these over the course of the week. That's you want a, to? Does black tie want to do more work? Does no. that, does that fit into, his, va- does that I fit just into want his vacation yeah. schedule? No, that's the point. I just want the record to show. It's not like uh, Damashek ain't willing to come into 66 and make, uh, you know, keep on spinning. How do the Around the League guys get to do like 40 podcasts a week? I know. I know. And then we're, we're tooth and nail for one. Ah, off the back iron. I just tried to make a bucket right there into the garbage. Pail. Well, this is I this missed is, just yeah, like I we did. Need to go now. That's there my theme because I've missed uh, I, I missed all my picks this week. All right, listen. So we'll be back to forecast the divisional round for you later on in the week. In the meantime, thanks so much to Ike Taylor, Rank, Handsome, Black Tie, and to you, the football fan. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.